Hey y'all, welcome back to my channel, The Truth About God. My name is Erica Brown, and if you're new to my channel, what's up? I'm so happy to have you. And if you've been with me a while, welcome back. And if you're listening to my uh, podcast and you're enjoying the blog, thank you so much for your time and allowing me to speak into your life. And I pray that you're enjoying that as well. And that the messages have been prophetic for you, right? And as I always tell y'all, the Holy Spirit gives me the best segues into what the Lord is giving me to uh, minister to you about. Uh, today, I want to talk to you guys about the prophecy of God, right? The prophecy of God. And let me give you the first scripture reference. It is Amos chapter 3, verses 6 and 7. Amos chapter 3, verses 6 and 7. Is a trumpet blown in the city and the people are not afraid? Does disaster come to a city unless the Lord has done it? For the Lord God does nothing without revealing his secret to his servants, the prophets. Let me read that to you one more time. It's Amos chapter 3, verses 6 and 7. Is a trumpet blown in the city and the people are not afraid? Does disaster come to a city unless the Lord has done it? For the Lord God does nothing without revealing his secret to his servants, the prophets. One more time, that was Amos chapter 3, verses 6 and 7. Now, in this scripture, God is letting us know <clears throat> with clarity and certainty. He's not going, God is not going to do anything without revealing his secret to his servants, the prophets, right? And 6 says, is a trumpet blown in the city and the people are not afraid? Does disaster come to a city unless the Lord has done it? So the things that we face... And the things that we are dealing with, right? We can see God allows it. God allows it. Does a disaster come to a city unless the Lord has done it? <clears throat> and for the Lord God does nothing without revealing his secret to his servants, the prophets. So we have to pay attention to prophecy. And I know prophecy is hard sometimes, okay? And many of us, people of faith, Right? We're acquainted with the word of God. We're acquainted with the things of the Lord. We're acquainted with the things of the Holy Spirit. People of faith, I'm meaning specifically, we have knowledge of prophets. Throughout the Old Testament, this is in Amos, this is uh, Old Testament, God used prophets to warn his children, Israel, right? And prompt them to return to, return to the Lord. So he used the prophets when it was something coming down on them and the Lord wasn't pleased, he sent a prophet to let them know. When the Lord wanted them to do something, he sent a prophet to let them know. When he didn't want them to do something, he sent a prophet to let them know. So God has used prophets all throughout scripture to warn his children of anything and everything. And he's not hiding the things that he does. He's using his prophets to let the kingdom know this is what's about to occur. This is how you need to prepare. This is what you need to do. And this is how you need to respond, right? So today, prophets <clears throat> have a bad rap in the church. I think sometimes prophets or people with the gift of prophecy <clears throat> have a bad rap in the church. There are certainly people leading others astray. There are certainly people who are false prophets. And um, the Holy Spirit is just bringing to my remembrance right now. Uh, Shemaiah's false prophecy, right? And in that scripture, it said, if what the prophet says come to pass, then you know it came from the Lord. If it doesn't come to pass, then you know it's not from the Lord, right? So there is a thing where people are false prophets. It's real. Um, 
there are people who are leading people astray. There are people of faith seeking out prophets, <clears throat> almost like psychics, trying to discern their futures and wanting to hear a good word from God. And when you have the gift of prophecy, it is challenging at times because when people come to you and they want maybe to hear a word from God or what he has to say all the time, all the time it's not good. All the time it's not warm and fuzzy. It's still good, I should say. I take that back because God is good. It's good. It just may be hard for you to bear at times. All right. So with that, let me give you the next scripture reference. It is 1 John chapter 4, verses 1 through 3. 1 John chapter 4, verses 1 through 3. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God, and every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which we have heard was coming and now is in the world already. Let me read that to you one more time. Uh, thank you, Jesus. It's 1 John chapter 4, verses 1 through 3. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard was coming and now is in the world already. That is 1 John chapter 4, verses 1 through 3. Now, this is very plain, all right? It is very plain. Do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. How do you test the spirit? You bring the prophecy back to God. Whatever it is, someone has spoken to you and they say it's a prophecy of God, right? Bring it back to him. Ask him for revelation. Um, Lord, is this you? Please confirm your word to me. Please reveal it. This is from you. If it's not from you, please reveal that to me. If it is from you, please reveal that to me and help me to bear it. Give me strength to receive it and change and adjust it humbly and obediently in whatever way you've called me to in the mighty name of Jesus. This is how we're supposed to respond. Now, it also is letting us know how we are supposed to know that a spirit is from God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God, period. Everybody that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, that's from God. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. That's it. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard was coming and now is in the world already. So even at this time, even at this time, this is 1 John chapter 2, verse 18. Even in this time, the spirit of the Antichrist was in the world already. So the spirit of Antichrist is in the world right now. So we have to operate in discernment and we have to operate in wisdom. And just because the spirit of, anti, of the Antichrist is in the world right now doesn't mean that we dismiss prophecies. It doesn't mean that we cast them off. We test the spirit. We bring it back to God. If the, that spirit confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, that's from God. You don't have to despise prophecy. You test the spirit. All right. The scripture says that do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit. So just because somebody is telling you something that you want to hear, just because somebody is prophesying something 
that you like, right? Just because someone is prophesying something that makes you feel good doesn't mean that that spirit is from God. And that's hard to hear and that's hard to accept because we all love good news, right? But just because something is telling you exactly what you want to hear, thank you, Father God, in my name of Jesus for the Holy Spirit, because you know what the Lord just reminded me of? What was that fairy tale with the shiny apple and the witch? Cinderella? Was it Cinderella? Or Snow White? Snow White. That's what it was. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Snow White. The witch came with something that was so beautiful and shiny. The apple was shiny and red, and it looked like the best apple probably Snow White had ever seen before, right? That's how the spirit of the Antichrist is. It's going to present you with something that looks so great, so beautiful, so wonderful, so pleasant, so pleasing. But inside, it's rotten. Okay? Inside, it's not confessing that Jesus Christ came from the flesh. It's a demonic spirit. You need to be aware of that. And I know a lot of times people in faith, we, we get a, we've gotten away from that, talking about demonic spirits and uh, the spirit of the Antichrist. But this is a real thing. And the enemy is always wanting to play down his presence. He always wants you not to think that he's around or that it's not a big deal or it's not as bad as other people think it is. That everybody else who's talking about it maybe is crying wolf. You have to not dismiss it, even if it scares you. And if it scares you or frightens you in some way or gives you anxiety, you have to bring that to God. You have to bring that fear and anxiety to God and let him know, look, Jesus, I don't like talking about this. I don't like hearing about this, so I, but I need you to strengthen me to face it because this is real life and it's real talk. And you talk about this in a word and I need you to help me to receive it. I need you to help me to listen to it. I need you to help me to believe you and trust you and not be deceived by demons or delete, be deceived by Satan in the mighty name of Jesus. Because that's all he's trying to do is deceive you and lie to you and lead you astray and make you think that he doesn't exist or he's not as, as prevalent as he is or in a lot of things as he is, all right? So we have to pay attention, all right? So so despite all these things that happen, okay, their true prophecy, okay, from God still occurs. There are still real prophets out here prophesying the word of God all the time, speaking the truth all the time. You just have to be able to bear it and receive it because God is saying some stuff to us sometimes that it's hard to bear, right? But I see it all the time. I see it all the time. Um, and this is God Watch. <clears throat> I follow on YouTube, Marcus Rogers. And he says a lot of things sometimes it's hard to bear. I'm not going to lie. But when I bring it back to my God, when I bring it back to him, and I say, okay, Jesus, is what he said true? Is it true? Is what he's, is what he's speaking the truth? Or is it just his beliefs and his thoughts? The Lord always always responds and always gives me clarity and always gives me revelation. And I will have to say to you, it's never been a time where God revealed to me that something he said was false, even if it was hard to bear or hard to hear, right? So you have to ask God because you don't want to be caught out here and you don't want to be led astray and you don't want to be deceived or be so shallow in faith that you can't hear um the deeper things of God, all right? We have to pay attention to prophecies. God sends us prophets on purpose to prepare us for the kingdom because this is not our home. This is a temporary place. And when you're living here and you're handling your business and you're going to work and you're with your husband and your wife and you're raising your kids, it's easy to forget 
that this life is temporary and it's only preparing us for his kingdom. And prophecy brings us back to reality a lot of times like, oh, wait, this is not my home. Oh, wait, I serve God and I have to get prepared for his presence. And this is my purpose here. And that's my purpose on the earth to prepare other people. Right. So when he comes for us, our lamps will be full. I don't know if you uh, remember that scripture. Right. The brides, the bridesmaids, I think that's what it says in the scripture. I'm, the, the Lord is reminding me of it. I want my lamp to be full and you want your lamp to be full too. You don't want your oil to be low, right? Because you're not paying attention to the things of God now in this present moment. Okay. So like I said, a lot of it is hard to hear at times when I bring it back to God. He always confirms his word to me every time. I hear the Lord telling me to pray for you right now. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, give your children eyes to see and ears to hear in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that you would help them and prepare them and remind them that you love them, that you're not sending this prophecy to hurt them. You're not sending it to harm them. You're not sending it to scare them. You're not sending it to frighten them. You're sending it to them to prepare them so they can come into your presence, so they can hear your word, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Give them the strength and obedience and humility and the trust that they need to receive the things of God, Father God, that are deeper than what they're used to, deeper than what they want to even deal with or face. Normally, in the mighty name of Jesus, and I pray that you would give them your peace that surpasses understanding in the mighty name of Jesus, and that you would comfort them on every side in the mighty name of Jesus, and that peace will be still. Thank you, Jesus. It is in your precious son, Jesus' name, I pray and ask it all, Father God. Amen. So, the Lord just wanted me to take a break and pray for you right now so you can receive this word. All right, so, God brings the prophetic word. He always confirms it to me. That's testing the spirits, bringing it back to him. The word that you receive, bring it back. Lord, did this come from you? That's testing the spirits, okay? If you're ever unsure of a prophecy, pray and ask God for revelation. So let me um, give you the next scripture reference. And I passed it up, so just give it me a minute. There we go. <laughs> it is First uh, Thessalonians chapter 5 verses 20 through 21 first Thessalonians chapter 5 verses 20 through 21 do not despise prophecies but test everything hold fast what is good that's it I'm sorry <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure I'm saying the right things yes that was it first Thessalonians chapter 5 verses 20 through 21 let me read that to you uh one more time do not let me start over because once again, I started in the wrong spot. First Thessalonians. Okay, last time. Come on. First Thessalonians chapter 5 verses 20 through 21. Do not despise prophecies, but test everything. Hold fast what is good. That's it. Okay. First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 20 through 21. Do not despise prophecies. All right. Every time somebody brings you a prophecy, don't get aggravated or frustrated like oh my gosh here you come again prophesying something from the word don't despise prophecies okay don't despise them but test everything test it if you're not sure that it's true or that it's real test it bring it back to god especially when people are prophesying things that don't line up with the word of god and that's why it's so important for you to know your bible okay so then no spirit can just lie to you and tell you anything just because it tickles your ears right 
You're, you have itching ears. You have to know the word. So when you hear a lie, you have, you'll be able to recognize it as a lie, okay? And you'll be able to test that spirit sometime instantly, right? Well, that's not a view because that don't even line up with your word. You have to be aware, y'all. The time is coming where you will really may not be able to tell real from false and you really truth from lies and you're really going to have to be dependent on God and seeking his word because the enemy is only here to steal, kill and destroy. That's it. That's all. And lead the children of God astray. So you cannot despise these prophecies that the Lord God is sending to us. We have to pay attention and we have to receive the humility and if it, some of it's hard to bear, and I keep saying that to you because I don't want you to feel like it's only you. Sometimes the words of God, I've received words from God that have been hard for me to bear, and I have to bring myself back to him. Jesus, help me to bear this. Help me to receive this. Give me the strength to be obedient to you, Father God. Help me not to surrender to my flesh because it's hard on my flesh, but I need you to help me by the power of the Holy Spirit in the mighty name of Jesus to receive this word from me, right? So you can ask God for that help. Just because it's hard on you, doesn't mean you need to dismiss it. Don't despise it just because it's hard on you. Ask God to give you the strength to receive it and bear that thing, okay? Because he will do that. Now, it says test everything. Hold fast what is good. We have to hold on to the good word. We have to hold on to our confession that we made when we first came to Christ Jesus. We have to hold on to it on purpose, intentionally, okay? Now, and God will provide. Just because a prophecy may be hard for you to hear doesn't mean that you should dismiss it, okay? Ask God to strengthen you and give you revelation of the word you received. And with that, let me give you the next scripture reference. It is Amos chapter 2, verses... Amos chapter 2, verse 12. That's it. Yeah, Amos chapter 2, verse 12. But you made the Nazarites drink wine and commanded the prophets, saying, You shall not prophesy. Let me read that to you one more time. It's Amos chapter 2, verse 12. But you made the Nazarites drink wine and commanded the prophets, saying, you shall not prophesy. One more time, that's Amos chapter 2, verse 12. In this scripture, all right, it says, you made the Nazarites drink wine and commanded the prophets, saying, you shall not prophesy. Meaning, what I was about to do, I didn't even let you know nothing about it. What was about to happen, I didn't even tell y'all what was going on because you weren't going to listen anyway and you weren't paying attention to my word, okay? We don't want God to do us like that. <clears throat> we don't want him to close the mouth of the prophets just because we don't want to hear it. We have to ask God, Lord Jesus, some of the things you're going to say we may not want to hear, but help us to bear it. Give us the strength to bear it. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, please do not close the mouths of the true prophets that you sent into the earth to give us wisdom, guidance, and direction, okay? Fill them with discernment. Bless them to continue to speak, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, and give us eyes to see and ears to hear in the mighty name of Jesus. We have to work in, in rhythm together and sing together in conjunction together, right? We have to work together. All right. The prophets have a job. We have a job. We we all have a part to play in the kingdom. I'm always telling y'all that we have to work together and we cannot dismiss one part from the other. OK, this is not the time to turn a deaf ear to the word of God. It's just not. You need to be tuned in, really paying attention 
Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, what are you saying? Okay? I hear the Lord telling me to pray for you. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, thank you, Father God, for delivering us and giving us wisdom. And thank you, Jesus, for the prophets. And thank you, Jesus, that they speak the truth, whether we can bear it or not. Thank you, Father God. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, please do not close the mouth of the prophets, but open our ears to their words. Open our ears and our hearts and our minds and our eyes to see and receive what you sent to them, Father God, to give us, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, help us to receive it, help us to test the spirits, Father God, bless us not to despise prophecies, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, and bless us and help us and strengthen us to receive the deeper things of God. Thank you, Father God. And please, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, help us to receive your presence deeper and more true and more sincerely and more genuinely than we have before thank you father god it is in your precious son jesus name i pray and ask it all father god amen our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done thank you jesus on earth as it is in heaven thank you jesus give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses thank you jesus as we forgive those who trespass against us thank you jesus and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Thank you, Jesus. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forevermore. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray and ask it all, Father God. Amen. Y'all, it's more important now than ever to seek the word of God and pray for revelation. And to be able to receive and bear that revelation when God gives it to you. In the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that peace will be still in your heart, mind, body, and soul, and that you'll seek after God more vigorously and more intently than you ever have before, because now's the time, all right? In the mighty name of Jesus. Um, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thank you, Jesus. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Thank you, Jesus. On earth as it is in heaven. Thank you, Jesus. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses. Thank you, Jesus, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Thank you, Jesus. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Thank you, Jesus. For thine is the kingdom. Power and the glory forevermore. Thank you, Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray and ask it all, Father God. Amen. Now, y'all, I pray that this message blessed you, helped you, and encouraged you, and prompts you to get in your God's face and ask him questions. If someone has prophesied something and you heard it and you didn't like it, test the spirit. Don't despise it. Test the spirit, okay? Um, I pray that this message blessed you, helped you, and encouraged you. And if it did, please like, subscribe, and comment below. And I'll post a previous video up here somewhere. And I'll see you guys next time. And have a wonderful weekend, okay? Bye!